All right, this may be one of our shortest scripture readings in our devotional times together. I think we've hit, you know, a, a verse where we've just had three words. But if you have your Bibles today, turn to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17. And, um, you know, in fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the, the whole verse, and then we're just going to focus on the first three words. And, you know, frankly, there are just two words. The third word is added by the translators. And as you look at your, your Bibles, you'll see that that third word is actually in italics. So we know that's the case. The Bible says, honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. You know, Peter is uh, just wrapping up a section where he's been talking about our relationship to the government. And, um, and in fact, he's going through a, a series of different relationships. He's given some solid principles that he's laid out about who we are in Christ. And um, like we were talking about yesterday, you know, we're that royal generation, we're that special people. Um, we, we're a chosen generation, we're a special people, we're a royal priesthood. And now, you know, like with every author in the New Testament, he takes the principles and he brings the practice. He talks about doctrine and doctrine is always connected to duty. You can't separate out uh, the principles of God's word from the practices that should flow from them. Those two things should always be together. They're tied together. And when they're not tied together, it leads to a, it leads either to a hypocritical lifestyle or it leads to a works-based uh, approach to God. Here, you know, what he says, and, and, and by the way, you know, lots of different relationships, government, husbands to wives, wives to husbands, the employee-employer relationship, etc. But here, he just starts off by saying, honor all people, you know, honor all people. Now, you might be thinking, man, there's some people I know that just don't deserve to be honored. You, you might have a couple of those people in your life. And, and so you say, well, why would Peter say that? You know, why would Peter give such a, a general um, direction for Christians to honor all people when it seems that there are some people who just don't deserve to be honored? And the answer is found in two things, you know, one thing from the Old Testament, one thing from the New Testament. From the Old Testament, we know that every human being is made in the image of God. This is called Imago Dei in Latin. Uh, and, of, and of course, you read that immediately in Genesis chapter 2. Um, God himself saying, let's make mankind in our image. And then later on, just a few verses later, the Bible says that he made uh, man and woman in his image. And so the first reason why we um, honor people, even in those relationships where there have been things that have been done that might provoke us to feel that a person doesn't deserve to be honored, we remember, first and foremost, the respect that's due to every individual flows from the fact that they're made in the image of God. You know, I'm not saying that there aren't circumstances where we're addressing people with truth and challenging people and calling people to repentance and acknowledging toxic behavior and trying to get people on the right path. Of course, all of that um, is something that we engage in, but we do so from the perspective of honoring individuals, number one, because they're made in God's image. God has stamped uh, upon every single human being um, a measure of respect that, that each one deserves, not because of their behavior and their attitude, but because they've been made in the image of God. The second reason from the New Testament is that we know that every individual is loved by God. 
And so you know that this is true. When Christ died on the cross, his arms were open wide. He was beckoning every human being to come to him. It's not as if he was just dying for those who would ultimately put their trust and faith in him. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 2, that not only did he die for our sins, but he died for the sins of the world. And so scripture says, for God so loved the world. And we're not just talking about the cosmology of the world. We're talking about every single human being that's been created in his image. God loves every person. And so the, you know, the foundation or the basis for Peter's statement also flows from the fact that, that Christ has demonstrated his love for every person through the sacrifice that he made on the cross. Why would we demonstrate, why would we live in a way where we're honoring and respecting individuals who maybe in our eyes we believe uh, they don't deserve it? Well, because they're, they're an object, they're an object of Christ's love. And fundamentally what Jesus wants is that person to turn in repentance away from their sin and turn in faith to him. You know, I think, listen, you know, this is the basis for which we honor individuals made in the image of God and also an object of the love of Christ. But understand how important this is in your witness, especially to the unbelieving individual. You know, you can be right in all of your arguments. You can win the point all day long. You can draw the line in the sand and dig your feet in and stand your ground on cultural, social issues. Um, but remember with me, as, as as brilliant as your argument may be, your argument really is never gonna win somebody into the kingdom of God. It is important to be able to give a reason for the faith that is within you, but you have to couple that with, with honoring people and respecting people and really demonstrating that you care for the person, not just for winning the argument and maybe belittling them in the process. And when those two things are tied together, when you become an instrument of God's grace and God's truth, what you see is that fundamentally God changes the person's heart. So listen, three, three words, long devotion today, but pray about that, think about that, and then apply it to the people that God has placed in your life. I wanna challenge you. The person that you're struggling with the most, pray this through and then live this out and watch what God does in their heart. Father, thank you so much for these words. I pray that you give us the strength to apply them in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.